It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. Great to have you in. I'm James Erpine. So much to get to on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe iTunes Megaphone, the iHeartRadio app. And wherever you find podcasts, we should be on there. Locked On Bengals. By the way, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for listening. And basically, this is a daily Bengals podcast that takes you behind the curtain, gives you insight that you're not going to get anywhere else when it comes to the Cincinnati Bengals. We do this every single weekday during the football season, the offseason, draft season, and so much more. Also on LockedOnBengals.com, every podcast posted there, articles posted there, and I'm going to do a Q&A there later this week as well. But it's great to have you in. So much to get to. So much to discuss. I said peel back the curtain today. You're going to hear from A.J. McCarron and Andre Smith. Talked to both of those players uh, today in the Bengals locker room. So you'll get that. But I-, I wanted to start the show in this podcast off with something that I wasn't shocked to see. But I see these numbers and I was like, wow. And Ben Fennel tweeted these out. And I get a lot of backlash when I'm critical of Andy Dalton, right? Because it's the offensive line's fault, or it's the offensive coordinator, or he needs receivers, or he needs... Okay, that's fine. The numbers back that up to an extent. Ben Fennel, at Ben Fennel underscore NFL, tweeted this out yesterday. And he asked the question, which Bengals offensive stat is the worst? Because they're god-awful on offense. One of the worst, if not the worst, offense in the NFL. Third downs, they're 28th in the league, 34%. Third down completion percentage, 56%, 26th in the league. Rushing, 31st in the league with 79 yards per game. Third down sacks, 19, which is the worst in the league. Fourth quarter sacks, 16 in the fourth quarter, 30th in the league. Plays of 20-plus yard, only uh, only 35 plays of 20-plus yards all season. Think about that. 29th in the league. Completions that go through the air, 20-plus yards, last in the NFL with only seven. Second half passing touchdowns, five, last in the NFL, tied for last. This team sucks on offense. And I find it interesting because if I point out Andy Dalton's shortcomings, like he's bad at throwing the deep ball, he can't connect with A.J. Green, I hear about the line. Or I hear about what he doesn't have. And all of that stuff needs to be addressed, from the line to the play calling, all of that. I totally understand that. But they have five second-half passing touchdowns, seven total completions of 20-plus yards. Seven. I would have, at the beginning of the year, if you would have told me, and this was, I was high on this team, if you would have told me 20-plus completions through the air, 20-plus yard completions through the air, seven all year by week 15 or seven in one game by week 15, I would have taken the latter. And yet they're last in the NFL. Plays of 20-plus yards, 29th in the NFL. This team needs an injection on offense of 
play calling, it needs to change. Offensive line, it needs to change. And by God, Andy Dalton needs to change. And I get it. You're sitting at home and you're saying, well, but Andy Dalton is fine. Think about 2015. Andy Dalton's really good. 66 completion percentage, 66% of his passes back in 2015. 3,200 yards through 12 games. Was on pace for 4,300 yards. 25 touchdowns, only 7 picks. James Dalton is really, really good. Okay. I, I mean, I get that. That's fine. Andy Dalton can succeed when the offensive line and the offensive coordinator and the playmakers are around him along with a great defense. Fair. No denying that. I'm on board with you. He can totally do that. You know who else can do that? Because if, if that's the barometer, he can succeed when everything is perfect around him and he's got a really good defense and an okay running game, really good downfield threat, really good tight end. That's fine. Who do the Bengals play this week? They play the Vikings, who are battling for a bye in the NFC, really doing what they can, won a bunch of games this year. Oh, and by the way, their quarterback is Case Keenum. Now, Case Keenum, neither of us, including me, no one thinks Case Keenum's that great. I know Viking fans that think Teddy Bridgewater needs to start in Minnesota. But Case Keenum's having a really good year, no denying that. Case Keenum, his completion percentage is higher than Andy Dalton's was in 2015. Barely, but it's slightly higher. He's thrown for 18 touchdowns and 7 picks. He's thrown for nearly 3,000 yards. Case Keenum, 2017, is Andy Dalton, 2015, in most categories. Oh, you could find the quarterback rating, or oh, you could break down and switch the numbers all you want. And no, I'm not saying Andy Dalton is Case Keenum. I think he's better than Keenum. But how do, what does Case Keenum need to succeed? Great line. Vikings have a brand new line. Competent running game. Great defense. Great wide receivers and Diggs and Thielen. Solid tight end and Kyle Rudolph, who's from Cincinnati. He's got weapons on weapons on weapons, on weapons, on weapons. Solid offensive coordinator, a guy who I think the Bengals should interview Pat Shermer for their head coaching position. Go down the line. 2015 Andy Dalton is 2017 Case Keenum. You may hate that. You may think I'm crazy. That's it. Now Dalton is better than Keenum. But if you don't buy into Keenum, with the year he's having. Now you see why I don't buy into Dalton. Because yes, with, when everything is perfect, Andy Dalton can be really, 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 really good. How many times in the NFL are things perfect? People praise the Green Bay Packers organization for what they do in the draft and all the weapons they get and all the guys they find. And Aaron Rodgers constantly has to lift his team up. People praise... So many different teams and organizations for what they do. But when you have a guy like Andy Dalton, when you have a player that does not elevate those around him, think about it. Case Keenum doesn't have an A.J. Green. Stephon Diggs is nowhere near A.J. Green. Adam Thielen's having a great year. He's nowhere near A.J. Green. And in 2015, Andy Dalton had great numbers. And he's been consistent throughout his career. But he's not a top 10 guy. 
He's not a top 15 guy. He's between that 15 and 20 range, and he's much more Alex Smith than he is Carson Palmer. He's much more Alex Smith physically than Carson or Aaron or any guy you want to name, and Carson physically was one of the best in his prime. That's why I name him. That's just the truth behind it. I said yesterday on ESPN 1530, the John Kitna thing, and then I started looking at Case Keenum's numbers, and I'm like, oh, that's who he is. He can be elevated by those around him, and he's really good, doesn't turn the ball over a lot, really good at holding on to the ball. But Andy Dalton is a little bit better than Case Keenum. That's it. You can win games. You might even win a couple playoff games with Andy Dalton. But right now, if you said, hey, no matter what happens, if they nail all the draft picks, get really good, is Andy Dalton in a Super Bowl? I would say no. That's why I want them to consider a quarterback. Because I wouldn't say that about the Eagles had Carson Wentz stayed healthy. I wouldn't be saying that about the Texans had Deshaun Watson stayed healthy. I won't say that about the Seahawks, who are on the outside looking in, playoff-wise, but they have Russell Wilson, and that means they have a chance. When you get that top-tier quarterback, which is really hard to do, you hit the lottery. And if you're the Bengals, you don't have that guy. So keep on looking. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Megaphone. And as always, check us out, LockedOnBengals.com. And this isn't a bash Andy session. It's just reality. Andy Dalton is probably going to be the quarterback next year. Andy Dalton should have better pieces around him next year and hopefully better coaching. I get all that. And which could lead to playoff success. Fine. Like, if you have a Dalton jersey, fine. He's probably going to be here. But what I'm saying is, when you have a guy like that, You should always be on the lookout for something better. And since Dalton was drafted, plenty of guys that are better have been drafted. So you have to look at that now if you're the Bengals and be like, okay, Dak's better. Projects way better. He just does. Russell Wilson, better. And you could say, oh, well, they weren't looking for a quarterback. Then fair, that's fine. But now it's time to start. That's what I'm saying. Ring the bell. It's time to start looking. Seriously, closely. If you deem that no one's a franchise quarterback, no one's going to be an upgrade over Andy, fine. But if there's a guy with that potential in the draft, you have to consider it. I, there's no denying that, that you have to consider it. And Even if you're an Andy Dalton lover, I don't understand why you would be upset at that. When you watch New England, they've drafted quarterbacks. Doesn't mean they move on. The Chiefs drafted a quarterback in the first round. Traded up. I'm not even saying that. Traded up for Pat Mahomes. They still have Alex Smith. We're going to get to my interview, speaking of Smith, with Andre Smith, also A.J. McCarron in this podcast. But first, a word from draft. Because if you're a fantasy football fan, I need you to listen up. It's not too late to join the 500,000 people that have already downloaded Draft this season. If you're like me, you got dominated in your season-long leagues because of injuries and all, all the nonsense that I had to deal with, suspensions and things like that. Draft, you get all the benefits of drafting in a live snake draft. And you don't have to worry about injuries or managing the team or anything like that. You get a real live draft and you'll be done in five minutes or less. It's super simple. I love it. And the best part, 
you could play for cold, hard cash. And get this, your chances of winning are 80% better than on the salary cap site. So it's simple. You could be going up against some bonehead who forgets to pick Tom Brady or forgets to pick the, the guy that you really want and end up with a stacked roster. There's no salary cap to worry about. And all new players, all you got to do is you get a free entry on me. Free entry on me. How great is that? With your first deposit, use promo code LONFL and you're going to play a real money game for free just by using the promo code. Again, that's L-O-N-F-L, and it's simple. If you don't have the app, if you haven't downloaded it, just search Draft in your app store or go to Draft.com. Come play free right now with promo code L-O-N-F-L. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's great to have you in here on the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Really, I, I do appreciate it and uh, so much to get to. Let's get to it. Andre Smith, A.J. McCarron, talk to both. Let's start with A.J. McCarron because McCarron, to me, it's interesting. Play him, don't play him. I could totally see him playing him. I don't want them to insert him into the lineup with four minutes to go in the freezing cold and expect results. No one would thrive under those circumstances. I talked to him about that, his Alabama Crimson Tide making the college football playoff, and more. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals quarterback A.J. McCarron. A.J., last time we talked, you were worried about Alabama's chances of getting into the college football playoff. What was your reaction when you saw that they got in? Um, I, I mean, I thought it was the right decision. Uh, <laughs> no bias there, though. Yeah. Completely objective. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, really, I mean, you know, of course being biased, but I thought, I thought it was the right decision. I thought, you know, you looked at their two losses. They lost at home to Oklahoma. Um, and I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for that one. And then Alabama lost to Auburn at Auburn, though, um, in a rivalry game. And then, uh, and then, but you lose to Iowa by however many points. And, 31. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I think that kind of solves it. And, I, I mean, um, just to show, like, how bad they struggled and still be able to play in the Big Ten championship, I thought, uh, you know, kind of showed that uh, the Big Ten was struggling this year. So I thought it was the right decision. How hard is it getting getting to the Bengals? Obviously, you played last week. How hard is it to do that, to warm up? I'm freezing up in the booth. Oh, yeah. So how hard is it to warm up and, and get out there mid-fourth quarter? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's not easy. <laughs> I mean, that was, I was freezing. Um and then you get thrown in, you know, with four minutes left, uh, down 26, and, and they're playing prevent defense. So it's not like you're going to be able to push the ball down the field. You kind of just try to take whatever they give you, and then um, hopefully, you know, you can bust one open. But um, I don't. I was having fun. I didn't care. It felt good to get hit again. Uh, I mean, I came to the sideline multiple times because my headset, not only that, my headset wasn't working. Of course. So, uh, he was calling the play, and I was like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying. Um, nothing was coming through. So it, it was just fun to be back out there, really. Yeah, is that – because the last time you were out there, I think, was – was it yeah, Indy? Was it the, the preseason game? Or did you get some yeah. time? Yeah. 
Indy. Uh, I mean, I got a couple handoffs in what, Cleveland. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been since Indy. When did you find out you were going into the game? Right before that. <laughs> right before yeah. Because right, I, I saw you throwing 10 yard passes, you know, yeah. on the sidelines. But yeah, that's. I threw those couple passes. Um, that's when I found out. And so I tried to warm up as quick as possible, somewhat. Um, you know, your first one's. Uh, was a screen, and then that next one was a deep pass or a deeper pass, deeper out route, and I was like, oh, boy, I don't know if I'm warmed up enough um, for this one. Uh, but, uh, so, I mean, yeah, it was tough, but you got to do what you got to do. A few more questions for A.J. McCarron. Do you have any takeaways from that time? I know it's only four minutes, and you, you weren't warmed up, and it was a tough situation, but do you, you look back at the film still? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we did a good job. It was third and 11. Um, you know, of course, well, first, hey, I, I missed that throw to Joe on the sideline. Um, first throw, at, you know, I just wish I was a little more warmed up, but I got to make that. And then, uh, and then, and then you know, I threw another one to Joe across the middle. Um, Fuller just made a good play of breaking it up. Um, it was a bang-bang play. Um, we did a good job of converting on third down on that one. I think it was like third and 11 or something. Threw it to Gio. He did a good job. Uh, and then on the fourth down play, I was just trying to make whatever happened. It was fourth and forever. Um, and at that point, you, you try to do whatever you can. Um, and, you know, not having reps with CJ, I thought he was going to stay up, and he came down, which was the right thing. And, uh, and so I threw it up more um, and went over both of their heads, so uh, him and the defender. But, yeah, of course, I mean, you just take what, you know, you can learn from that, those couple plays, and then, uh, you know, try to work on that during scout team and uh, do the Vikings plays and then try to work on your stuff at the same time. So, um, but yeah, I know you guys aren't mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, but at five and eight, it's looking bleak. How hard is that just to stay focused and stay dialed in? I mean, I I don't, I don't think it's hard. I mean, it shouldn't be, Um, you know, we're all grown men in here and, uh, or, or, you know, a bunch of people and you still got some youngins, but, um, I mean, you, you, you're playing a grown man sport, and I mean, you, you never want to line up across from another guy and him just whip your ass the whole time. So I mean, it comes down to pride and uh, and, and you know um, having pride in yourself, your last name, this organization. Uh, I mean, you want to go out and, and win all these games, and then at least you know there's crazy stuff's happened before, so at least give your, yourself an opportunity to. Um, you know, if somebody else or multiple teams slip up, then you, you get a chance to get in. But, um, yeah, it's just a pride thing at this point. I mean, go out and play the game that you love to play. AJ, you got the Vikings this week. Obviously, they're scorching hot, playing yeah. really well. What, what have you seen from them uh, on, on defense and offense, if you watch their offense at all? Um, no, I mean, I haven't really watched their offense much. Uh, I mean, I know Case is playing well. Um and they got multiple guys playing well on offense, but in their defense, big, fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they do a good job of uh, knowing what they do and, and doing that best. And they don't try to change anything up um, from week to week. I don't feel like. Uh, I mean, they're great defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they're. Good. I mean, they're. <laughs> I think they're in top five in almost every category yeah. in, in all of uh, football. So, 
um, it's going to be a challenge. And, uh, you know, like me and just talked about it, it's, it comes down to pride and, and uh, facing that, that fact and, uh, and just be willing to, you know, go out there and put everything on the line, see what happens. AJ, I appreciate the time. Yep, Good luck. Always appreciate it. That's AJ McCarron. And, and to me, I would consider playing him. I would. I would put him in, and I know it sounds crazy. Why not preserve Andy Dalton? Because that's the future. Why not see what McCarron can do? This running game has gotten going a little bit. The offensive line's a little better. You still have A.J. Green. You still have competent weapons. To me, McCarron, he wants to put out some good film probably. He wants to get out there. It sounded like he was excited to play. Give him a real shot. Give him a shot. Minnesota's defense, okay, fine. What about the next game? You know, what about the next game? You have three games left. Minnesota, Detroit, Baltimore. What is the harm in playing A.J. McCarron? I don't think it would hurt his trade value. I really don't. I just I think you got a desperate team in the Browns that were willing to trade for him. Hugh Jackson wanted a quarterback. I don't think a, a second and a third round pick is coming their way again for A.J. McCarron. Now, if he lit it up and had two big games, who knows? Let's get to Andre Smith. Speaking of the running game, I caught up with the Bengals left tackle to discuss the running game and more. Here's Bengals left tackle Andre Smith in the locker room with Andre Smith. Andre, you guys have been able to get the the running game. I know the season isn't going necessarily like you wanted, but the running game's been uh, different the past couple of weeks. What's been the key uh, to having that success on the ground? Uh, you know, just really just working hard at it and practice, and it translating over to the game. You know, transitioning to the game, and you know, just us continue to work as a unit um, together to help. Whether it be Gio, Joe, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's one of those two playing running back. So just have to just get out there and execute the way we have been. I talked to, to LaFell last week, and, and Brandon said that you being in there every single snap, a lot more snaps, getting the majority of them, he's noticed a difference on the line. How much of a difference has that made for you knowing you're going to get the majority of the reps? You know, it just you know, brings with confidence, you know, being out there, not having to worry about watching both sides of the line, you know, uh, just being in one spot, being able to prepare the entire week and I transitioning over to the other side. So just being able to work at one spot has been really good. In the locker room with Andre Smith. Andre, obviously you're, you're taking on your former team this week. Uh, is it going to be uh, good to see some, some familiar faces? I know you were only there for a year, but good to catch up with some people. Uh, you know, it'll be good to go against some of those guys. Um, Andre's doing an extremely good job. Um, Griffin, he's been doing what he's been doing since he's been in the NFL. And, uh, you know, those guys up front, just to see some of those guys and actually compete against them in the actual game would be really fun. And uh, it's, it's going to be exciting. Look forward to seeing it. Surprised at all that Case Keenum's taking the uh, the league by storm and having a lot of success in, in his role? Uh, Case is doing really well in the position they've given him and uh, the spot they put him in. And uh, he's, he's, doing, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's winning, and um, they're winning football games key to Sunday is it on offense is it getting that run game established again and and getting it going if Joe can go and obviously Gio um it's just for us to go out there and execute whatever the plays call to the best of our ability uh you know they're going to be have some they're going to win some downs and we're going to win some downs it's just up to us to put enough of them together at the end to win the game going up against your former team is this kind of uh something you definitely want to do you want to beat them even more is there any Extra, nah, just since I you played. Go out there and compete against a really good defense, um, some really good defense ends, and um, a good front as a whole. So it should be really good for our offense. Andre, good luck Sunday. I appreciate the time. I appreciate it. Thank you. So that's Andre Smith, and between AJ McCarron and Andre Smith, it was the Alabama Crimson Tide interviews. I didn't even think about it until after I finished the interviews earlier today. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Andre Smith has been a boost, has given this team a boost. 
I wouldn't mind him coming back next year maybe in a reserve role. This team needs to get better on the offensive line. This team needs to get better coaching. This team needs to get better in a variety of spots. Second wide receiver, tight end, third wide receiver. Who are you going to have at those spots? Off-season questions that we have plenty of time to dive into. But Andre Smith, there's no denying he's helped them some. They've used him the right way, as Joe Goodberry said a couple days ago. And overall, my biggest hope for Sunday is that we see A.J. McCarron for multiple drives. For plenty of drives, plenty of opportunities, get him some chances with the starters, with the ones, save Andy. It's that simple. I went through that whole thing, that whole rant earlier in the podcast about Andy Dalton, and I didn't call him Blandy Dalton. So all of you Andy Dalton lovers, maybe I'm not a Dalton hater. Just trying to tell it like it is. The parallel between him and Case Keenum, simple. They both need to be elevated. Is he a little more talented? Sure. Is he a better quarterback? Is he worth more on the free agent market? Absolutely. Worth more on the trade market? Absolutely, Andy Dalton is. More established? Yes. Still needs to be elevated, just like Case Keenum. That's the parallel. Don't get mad. Understand where I'm coming from. Make sure you use the promo code LONFL on the draft app. Let me know how it is. Maybe we could draft together. I'll tweet out a link at James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Megaphone, and wherever you get your podcasts. And by the way, LockedOnBengals.com, bookmark it because you're going to get insight there and on this podcast that you don't get anywhere else, including the draft. I know you guys are thinking about the NFL draft. It's months away. This is the spot for that. If you were here last year, you know it's going to be like that this year, and we will dive into it even more this offseason. So subscribe, book it, and until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much. Oh, by the way, you can email me, jameserpine at ESPN1530.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.